So this is a great procedure for collagen induction. Those tiny little needles stimulate collagen under the skin, which is going to thicken the dermis, which is the second layer of skin. And that's how it makes your skin look better. It makes it firmer. It improves texture and fine lines. Again, because it's stimulating that collagen underneath. And that's why I say it's a great procedure for someone looking to maintain their skin health. Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi, skin friend. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Skin Reel. I'm your host, Dr. Mina. This week, I'm going to be talking about a procedure that is all the rage, and you hear about it all over social media. You see ads for it, and that is microneedling. Now, microneedling is basically using this device. It looks like a jumbo magic marker or Sharpie, but on the end of it, you have these tiny little needles. And when you turn it on, these little needles oscillate back and forth really, really fast, making hundreds, if not thousands, of tiny little punctures in the skin that you're treating. Now, I know that maybe sounds a little rough, but you are numb. You have topical numbing on before the procedure. So it actually is pretty comfortable. Most people find it to be pretty well tolerated. And if anything, sometimes it tickles rather than really causes pain because of the numbing. But what I like about microneedling is that I can also adjust the depth of the penetration of the needles. So if I'm working around more delicate skin like the eyelid, I can go lighter. And then if I'm working on thicker skin or skin that has scars, I can actually bump it up on my device to even three millimeters. So I like that I have that adjustability depending on what I'm treating and where. How microneedling works is that by creating those little micro injuries with the little needle in the skin, it stimulates growth factors and wound healing. And one of the byproducts of that is actually collagen formation. So this is a great procedure for collagen induction. Those tiny little needles stimulate collagen under the skin, which is going to thicken the dermis, which is the second layer of skin. And that's how it makes your skin look better. It makes it firmer. It improves texture and fine lines, again, because it's stimulating that collagen underneath. 
And that's why I say it's a great procedure for someone looking to maintain their skin health. Now, if you have been following me or follow other dermatologists, you've probably heard that we actually start losing our collagen even when we're in our mid-20s. And there's nothing really we can do about that. But what you want to do is just boost the collagen that you have or help your body make more to kind of counteract that. And so microneedling is a great way to do that. I find it works best in people who have maybe mild or early signs of sun damage and aging. If you have more moderate or severe signs of aging and skin laxity and wrinkles, things like that, you are probably better off with another laser device, chemical peel, something like that. I find that sometimes the results are a little bit disappointing in people with more severe photo aging or sun damage versus it's much more of a slam dunk for people who have more early signs of that, which is why I say it's a great procedure for someone looking to take proactive steps for their health and for their skin health, someone interested in pro-aging rather than a device used to undo sun damage from the past. Another thing I love about microneedling is that it is safe really in all ages and also all skin types. A lot of devices, lasers out there use heat. And so that really limits our ability to use it in people who have more melanin in their skin, who are darker skinned. And it doesn't mean it can't be done. You just have to be really, really careful because sometimes it can backfire and you can actually get worsening what we call hyperpigmentation. And so with microneedling, there is no heat given off. And so it is something that can be safely used in all skin types, which is great. And I love that it has that versatility. Now, what are some of the things we typically treat with microneedling? I would say the number one is probably just rejuvenation. Someone coming in looking to have their skin get a little glow up. They maybe want to minimize the size of their pores or at least the appearance of their pores. They want to help with fine lines. And maybe they have a little discoloration in their skin. It's not totally uniform and even. Well, then microneedling is a great option for someone like that. Again, those tiny little micro traumas in the skin are going to boost collagen, boost growth factors, and it's going to help improve the appearance of fine lines. The skin texture overall is going to be improved. And it just makes you look like you had a glow up. You just look healthy, radiant. Your skin is a little bit more vibrant looking. Now, typically the microneedling procedure is a series of treatments. It's not just a one and done. And that has some pluses and minuses, right? There is less downtime overall when you come in for the procedure. I never like to say there's no downtime, even with things like Botox, right? Because you can get a bruise from Botox. And so it's not a great option to do right before you have a big event or something important to go to because you may bruise. With microneedling, it's non-invasive. You come in, we put topical numbing on your skin, and then we do the procedure and it's pretty quick, especially depending on what area we're treating. But when you go home, you're going to have these tiny little micro channels open in the skin. So it's really important that you don't put anything on your skin except for what your dermatologist or your aesthetic provider has recommended. There have been reports of products 
going too deep into the skin and actually causing these little red bumps known as granulomas to occur on the skin. So for about 24 hours, you're going to want to just use really gentle cleanser and a light moisturizer or petrolatum-based product until those little micro channels have closed up. And that typically is within the first 24 hours. When you first leave the office, you may be a little pink. You may have a little what we call pinpoint bleeding, just depending on what was treated. I do go pretty aggressive on my scars and I do a deeper, more intense treatment. And so for patients where I am treating a scar, they may have even more of a bruise that they'll want to cover up afterwards. But if you're just coming in for all over hand rejuvenation, you can expect to have a red face like you have a sunburn for the first 24 hours and those little channels close. And then you can just resume your normal skincare routine, makeup, and all that good stuff. But I would say give it about a 24-hour downtime where you aren't wearing makeup. You may be a little bit red or splotchy, maybe even have a little bit of pinpoint bleeding or bruising, just depending on areas treated and what was treated. Typically, we recommend a series of about three treatments to really see the maximum benefit. And we usually space those apart about one month. So just know that microneedling, it's a great procedure, but it's not a one and done kind of deal. You do need to follow up with at least three treatments. And sometimes people will just come in for maintenance treatments every six months, every year, just to kind of get that collagen banking and just keep their skin looking vibrant and beautiful. I kind of touched on this earlier, but microneedling is a great option for scars. I find that scars can be really, really difficult and there's no one scar treatment that works for everything. A lot of times it's trial and error and it's kind of mixing and matching different modalities depending on the type of scar. But microneedling definitely can help. Usually you're going to want to have a deeper penetration, a little more aggressive treatment. And your dermatologist may combine the microneedling with something else, maybe Kenalog injection, which is a steroid on top to help sort of seep through those little channels to help thin the scar out. Sometimes it can be paired with things like platelet-rich plasma, which you then rub on the skin to really increase the oomph of those growth factors and maximize healing afterwards. But I do find it's a great modality for scarring. You just need to be a little more aggressive with the settings to make sure you get the maximum results. I do like to just tell my patients with scars that we're not going to be able to remove them completely. Unfortunately, once you have a scar, it's always going to be there. But my goal is to make it that the scar blends really nicely. And someone talking to you at a conversational distance is not going to be drawn to that scar, that it's going to match the rest of your skin really nicely and that you have to point it out to someone. And that's really my goal with scarring until we have a device that completely erase them, which unfortunately we don't right now. Same kind of deal with pores. We're not going to eliminate your pores. That's just un realistic. Everyone has pores and we need pores to live and to sweat. So having that totally flawless glass skin, that's just a filter. It's not realistic, but certainly things like microneedling can help make the appearance of pores look smaller. And when your pores look smaller, your skin looks more even, the complexion looks more even, the texture looks improved. And that's something that microneedling certainly can help with.
I also love that microneedling is a team player. It really plays well with a lot of the other procedures and treatments that we have in our armamentarium as dermatologists. We sometimes combine microneedling with platelet-rich plasma on the face, or really you could do it anywhere, but that's known as a vampire facial, where you're combining the growth factors from the PRP with the micro injury of the microneedling and that really is supposed to just exponentially help the benefits that you see. Sometimes we'll do microneedling and then do PRP injections of scalp to help with hair regrowth. People have even used microneedling on hypopigmented or white spots on the skin and then rubbing in a little bimatoprost, which is Latisse would be a brand name of that. And that has actually been shown to help stimulate melanocytes and help the pigment come back within those white scars that people have, which is kind of cool because there's not a lot of stuff that can help bring back pigment. But microneedling can be combined with drug delivery, like when I talked about doing microneedling over scars and then putting a steroid solution on top. Those little channels from the microneedling are going to help draw in that medicine a little bit deeper and that can also help it work better. But again, just remember, you only want to put something on your skin after that your dermatologist has recommended because you can get these little granulomas if stuff gets deeper into the skin that really shouldn't be there before those channels flows up. And of course, a huge one that a lot of people have heard about is microneedling with radiofrequency to help with skin tightening and contour and texture. This is taking microneedling to the next level. You still get that microneedling on the surface, but you have actually radiofrequency energy being delivered deeper to maximize tightening of the skin and contouring. And that's a whole other topic for another episode. But again, it's just to let you know how microneedling really is a great modality paired with others and can really give impactful results. Now, one thing I do want to be clear about, and I'm going to have a whole other episode coming out soon about microcoring. Microneedling and microcoring actually are two very different procedures, although sometimes people think that they are similar and I can see why, but microgoring is where you are actually removing tiny pores of tissue. With microneedling, it's just the tiny end of a needle puncturing into the skin, going in and out very quickly, and no tissue is actually removed. So microcoring, you're actually removing tissue for tightening with microneedling or making small micro injuries in the skin with a needle that stimulate more like growth factors and wound healing in that respect. So there is a difference between the two, and I'll go into microcorn in a whole different episode. Now, you might be thinking, well, who is a good candidate for microneedling? And I would say really, if anyone looking to improve the radiance of their skin, they're looking for what you might call a glow up. They feel like their skin is maybe a little dull, a little lackluster. Maybe they're getting some wrinkles around the eyes or some fine lines, and they really just feel like they need a refresh. I think microneedling is a great option for people like this. You might be doing all the right things at home with your skincare products. You're wearing sunscreen. This is just a little boost, a little oomph to your skin health. It will help brighten your skin. It will even out the complexion. It will help erase fine lines. 
And so I do find it's one of those things people sometimes do a series of, and then they just do like a every six month or every year reboost to help stimulate the collagen and help keep their skin looking youthful and vibrant. So that's one person who might be interested in microneedling. Another person is someone with acne scarring, and maybe they've tried other things. Some things help, but nothing's perfect. And I like to do a combination, sometimes microneedling with a little subcision under the skin or microneedling with a little PLLA, which is Gulptra or a biostimulant to help. And sometimes I'll do a little microneedling on top of scars, either from having skin cancer surgery or perhaps a traumatic scar, like a dog bite, things like that. I do find that microneedling can really help that scar remodel, help it flatten out and help it blend more easily with the surrounding skin. And of course, microneedling is safe with all skin types, which I love. So you don't have to worry about heat in the skin causing problems or causing hyperpigmentation. If you are thinking about getting microneedling, the treatment itself is pretty straightforward. You want to just come in to your dermatologist or aesthetic provider. Try not to wear makeup because we're just going to wipe it off. We'll clean the skin, we'll degrease it. And then it's crucial to put on numbing medicine again because these tiny little needles are going to be poking you all over and you do not want to be feeling that. So we put the topical numbing on, we let it sit a good 20 minutes, then we perform the treatment. And then afterwards, we put on a petrolatum-based product just to help seal those micro channels in the skin to keep bacteria out and to help them heal nicely. Just remember, usually it takes a series of three treatments about a month apart. You make it a little bruising, a little bleeding after the procedure, depending on why you're having the treatment done. So just know that you want to give yourself about 24 hours where you don't need to be in front of a camera or interfacing with people if you are concerned about that. After those 24 hours, you can wear makeup and you can do all your normal skincare stuff, your skincare routine and habits. So of course, I cannot end this episode without talking about something you have probably seen or heard of. Maybe you've even used this yourself, but there are a number of at-home microneedling devices out there and things like the dermal roller or skin stamping. Those are some devices that offer at-home use. My main issue with these at-home devices is for your safety. With these devices, it's super important to clean the skin because we are actually puncturing the skin. You can and most likely will have some bleeding. And when you do that, you want to be sure that you are not using this device multiple times. It really is a single use treatment. And certainly don't share your device with someone else because you are actually puncturing the skin. You are getting some pinpoint bleeding. And so I really worry about infections in the skin, making sure that it's properly cleansed. It's also painful. It's painful to do it yourself, even with topical numbing. And there is a risk with scarring with some of these devices, If you, especially with like the derma roller. If you are going back and forth over your skin in the same area without knowing it, you could be causing larger micro channels in the skin that if they are large enough can actually lead to scarring. Sometimes the derma roller can actually drag on the skin and leave some scars. So I am not a huge fan of these. I think you get minimal results with the at-home treatment versus going into the office where we can 
tailor it and we can be more aggressive with the settings, making sure that it's penetrating to the adequate depth in your skin. So these devices are out there. However, if you are really looking to get an impactful microneedling treatment, I really advise going in and seeing someone who does this all the time, who has a clear understanding of how to do this in a safe way. You can be properly numbed and you'll get the best results for your skin. So that's my little caveat with the at-home devices. Certainly they're out there. People have tried them with a lot of things. I just think leave it to the professionals. Better to go in and have this treatment done by someone who is skilled in aesthetics and knows what they're doing. Hopefully this episode's been a little educational. That's all I got for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Skin Reel. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, skin friends.